1: Number 92, it's the Avengers, the film that brings together your favorite heroes, like, um, John a Steeds. <laughs>
0: Steeds? With an S? That's <laughs> like the Tim and Eric thing, where they have, like, you know, Tom Cruise and it's spelled C-R-U-Z. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, we're fi- finally getting i think is this one
2: mcu adjacent does this count as part spiders of spiders the- man Ooh. when spiders man came out it was spiders amazing man he's <laughs> <laughs> <Peter laughs> spider-man thanos killed nope. oh, God. <laughs>
0: so now we're here we're here to disappoint you with with 1998's the avengers uh hi it's matt this is luke it's mark it's Films of Filth, Assistant and Kane of Podcasting. Coming in today, our guest is the fellow that Mark and I talk to all the time about the Twilight Zone. Hi, it's Brian. Hello, I'm Brian, not a podcaster. Well, nope. you are now. Darn, I am oh, a podcaster now. We, Darn. Brian, not a podcaster. We, we dragged you into that pit, didn't we? <laughs> <laughs> um, I
3: like what you said about Mark telling, isn't he a podcaster already? It's like, No. <laughs>
0: you talk into a microphone i think that that makes it makes you wonder not up, i guess <laughs> i spent years
2: trying to listen to podcasts and hating all of them until about 2017 so i've heard lots of people worse than you don't feel bad <laughs> you're doing great <laughs> there are people worse than you who have millions of dollars I, okay you might be able to feel bad about that but i like
1: the i um, mean that's just the world right there's people worse than us you have a lot of money <laughs> that's
0: I like true the, Mr show sketch where David Cross is screaming about how how much money you have is uh, how smart you are so he's like <laughs> Einstein idiot is <laughs> <laughs> it, Einstein as smart as Eddie van Halen <laughs> <laughs> Eddie van Halen had more money so Eddie van Halen was smarter
1: <laughs> problem is there's a lot of people who genuinely do think that way.
0: That's why it was funny and disturbing at the same time mm. when you see the sketch. So it's funny
1: because it's true.
0: Yeah. Um, I saw the Avengers opening night. This movie, the Avengers with, with this movie, Con Connery and, and Uma Thurman. I saw this one opening night. And um, Wow. It had enough hype. People were like kind of excited about it when it came out, I remember. Because yeah.
2: I wouldn't have been mad. This is fine. Oh, interesting.
1: I, I,
0: hmm it's interesting i feel like it's something else. you
1: three are americans yep and think this film is fine uh-huh this I is the film that. i've hated the most so yeah. far yay hey, <laughs> right. finally yeah, yeah. all right awesome
0: hey i didn't Here say the are. film was fine mark said okay. the film was fine i said i saw okay. it opening night <laughs> because there was buzz oh okay. and now you're gonna back i gotta ask and like, leave
2: me out in the open like leave me as <laughs> their meat shield against the criticism of legitimately british people.
3: <laughs> Luke, Luke, I got to yeah. ask you. Uma Thurman's accent, yes or no?
1: No. God no. <laughs>
3: <laughs> <laughs> how start. bad was it from the perspective of someone who actually
1: speaks that dialect? <laughs> it... So you know how you have a lot of Americans who are fans of like Doctor Who and Sherlock and all of uh-huh. that posh This is how I imagine they think the UK is. Just posh (laughs) and poncy and irritating.
2: (laughs) Always floating around in bubbles. Mm. No, I mean, the question I had was
3: how many people saw the original series. I I have very vague memories of seeing it. And I don't think it got a lot of syndication in the United States after a certain point. So I don't remember how old I was.
2: Never. Never. It
1: has a following in the UK. I haven't personally seen a lot of it. Um, A friend of mine, Stuart, who watches a lot of old shows, who me and Matt have had on podcasts before, um, he's into it. He would have been, if I was bothering to look up guests, he would have been my choice for this one. (laughs) Um, But (laughs) I remember when this film came out, I think I was in the minority for hearing the Avengers and thinking of the Marvel property. In the UK, everyone knew what the Avengers meant. Oh, it's a remake of that TV show. Whereas, obviously, today you say, oh, we're watching The Avengers. Everyone assumes we're watching Thor and Iron Man and Hulk.
3: Yeah, well, the Marvel Comics, I don't know which one has the uh, title first, because,
1: you know, that... It's super concept, close, huh? I think, actually. I meant it's to look in the up. 60s the 60s as the well, podcast. isn't it? Yeah. 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 Well, the thing mid-60s. about,
2: at least in 1998, the thing is, Marvel owned the rights to The Avengers because it was one of the things they didn't sell to other studios because it wasn't worth that much. Mm. Like, I remember as a kid, nobody really liked the Avengers comics all that much. And you, but the,
1: that's the irony. The big superheroes now, the only reasons they're the big ones is because they're the ones MCU had left over, right? Iron Man, Thor. Yeah. But in, the comics, in the comics, they'd always been presented as the most famous superheroes. Um, but like, sort of like they weren't the most yeah, 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 but they weren't actually the popular ones because Spider Man, X Men, the anti-establishment ones were the ones people actually liked.
2: My my theory is that's the reason the video game tanked. It's because they didn't rely on any of the like actors from the film. And, well, they
1: no, the, pro- they were too close to the film without actually being the film versions.
2: Yeah, I mean that. There's probably a lot of reasons. I never played it, so I don't know. But there's probably a lot of reasons. Okay,
1: okay. There, there's like two years. So 1961 was the show. 1963 was the first yeah. avengers comic book oh okay. the show's
0: first okay i think the show is one of those things where i um it's you know i mean i watch obviously i watch black and white stuff but it's kind of like the good ones are black and white and the the psychedelic color ones are not as good and i'm like well i don't want to do that mm. so i didn't yeah. watch much of the show um mm. if, and also there, there's a switch it's it's uh there's different it's one of those, yeah, Mission Impossible things where it's like, which group of people am I choosing to watch? I, I think, never watched
2: that either.
1: <laughs> well, I was think like... their version of Steed is all the way through. And then his sidekick changes regularly.
0: Yeah, yeah. So, and Emma Peel is later
1: on in the series? Yeah, she's somewhere in Emma's the middle. Later.
0: Okay, so so John Steed's kind of like the doctor in a way. different. Yeah, pertains. I mean, I know all
1: of this because I, I googled it on the like, at work <laughs> yesterday. Like, this isn't <laughs> deep knowledge that i have <laughs> they don't funny, put this on the british the, test i think the no. the Steed, <laughs> Steed and peel relationship
3: was you know very platonic which which is why yeah. the, having them a the romance thing in this film was weird but it's kind of uh kind of sets the pattern for like the doctor who in the later years when he always had a, a comely female companion but it was everything was always above board you know it's kind of mm-hmm. the same with the series
2: yeah i think uh it's one of those things where maybe you know when Mulder and Scully started banging X-Files wasn't as good. Like sometimes the the, the, just the, the, the tension
1: difference in. the difference. yeah the difference there is there was a lot of romantic tension. Whereas I think from what I can gather the deal with this is it was not that romantic at all. There was like a little hint but there wasn't even like a will they won't they it was just a oh these two hang out.
2: Yeah people hated this film for that reason
1: alone. This is a rare case where a lot of people hate this for being a bad adaptation, but it's also just a bad film. (laughs) Yeah,
2: Yeah, um, there were a lot of things cut out of the film because the original cut was 115 minutes. Like, I'm assuming every time that they were knocked out of a window and then suddenly woke up okay and just fine in someone's apartment, something was cut out there (laughs) because that happened three times. And also, (laughs) why were there two Emma Peels?
1: That was probably cut out. Because she was cloned.
0: Because she was cloned.
1: Were there two scripts? There There was a a brief line about a cloning project.
2: Okay, I missed
1: that. Yeah, yeah, It it was a a real throwaway.
2: That left me very confused for a while
3: until someone said, oh, yeah. Cloning project. Okay, throwaway line. That explains everything.
2: <laughs> <laughs> did, did you see the person's mouth move when they said that, or did it seem like it was from their, like, put in? I couldn't tell because
3: he was invisible for some strange reason. Oh, oh,
0: okay.
2: Yeah, the okay well, then he can he say whatever he wants. Okay. <laughs> cool. Very convenient.
0: That makes ADR very easy. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> I have the impression can... this
3: whole movie was ADR. Doesn't it sound like the whole movie was ADR? Every line of dialogue did not sound like set. it was
1: recorded on the stage. <laughs> That's because no one just spoke like a human being. Every single line was a line. (laughs) Yes,
2: this is is insane that this and Batman and Robin were two scripts back-to-back that Uma Thurman agreed to. Because (laughs) they both have the same problem. Maybe she thinks that's really cool. Yeah, it's like, oh, yeah, of course, when I fall down through a roof, I should say sorry to drop in every time in every movie. Uh,
3: uh, Yeah, (laughs) every other
0: line is a pun. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah, some of my notes are goddamn some of this dialogue, very faux witty. Um, I think there's more. Yeah. That's that's not the last
1: of it. Yeah, event. it's the classic um, people who are not smart trying to write smart. <laughs> the
3: mother knows
2: best. <laughs> or actually people who are not smart trying to write cool. Mm. Sort of like mm. you know, everybody's everybody who's really cool has a pun ready when when to fit every situation.
1: Yep. So it's actually just someone who's not cool trying to write cool.
2: Yeah, someone who's not smart and not cool trying to write smart and cool. And God, who knows? Hey, Morgan,
0: I did catch it in my notes. Sorry, just to go back a minute. I did write, maybe they cut a good 45 minutes from this movie. Like, no, yeah, they did. yeah, what happened yeah.
2: was this Rings guy was had, um, this director made Diabolique, the remake of Diabolique, which is a really good French film from the 50s. I haven't seen the remake, but... He was sort of hot shit off of that. So he basically got this contract and then the studio saw his rough cut and freaked out and started interfering and take cutting stuff out. So this might have been at least kind of coherent.
0: I have my doubts to be perfectly honest. It seemed like the script is also <laughs> a bit questionable, but uh, I mean, it still has that dialogue, even if you cut. Yeah. Stuff. Yeah, it might have been worse with the extra stuff. Maybe we're... we're,
1: Oh, I mean, yeah, it would have been more of this, so it probably would have been worse. (laughs) It was nice to be out in 88 minutes.
0: Well, uh, Luke, can we kill your soul and
1: ask for a summary? Sure. John Steed is an agent for the Ministry, answering to Mother, who recruits scientist Peel, Dr. Peel, who's been working on a weather project, Prospero. Frostborough has been destroyed, seemingly by Peel. So the two of them investigate, and find a sinister conspiracy by an old retired scientist. Lots of hijinks ensue, and it's all resolved by a punch-up in London. Jolly good!
0: Mm, hijinks ensue.
2: Hijinks ensue. I don't I need, need to list
1: every specific hijink. I used that
0: one before. I think the bears are worthwhile.
2: Bears oh, definitely bears fall under hijinks. Yeah, the bears were fun. Yeah, that—that's where I thought, especially oh, when they started being dead. Yeah, that maybe right. Luke's Wait. going to like this. It's Didn't Uma bears.
1: Thurman also dress in a big pink monkey costume in Batman and Robin as well?
0: I don't remember. You think I, I should remember? Pretty well, sure she well, does.
1: Is that like—is she into that? I've pretty thoroughly <laughs> forgotten everything about probably.
2: Batman. probably. Yeah. We'll put a pin in it because we're going to get back to that. <laughs> Do you think it's too late to get the
0: movie Batman Forever Two?
1: <laughs> I mean, Batman literally literally
0: Forever I'll come Bat- It's Batman, a sequel to Batman Forever. Yeah, Batman
2: More Forever.
0: No, it's just Batman Forever Two. Don't try and have <laughs> don't try and have an imagination here. <laughs> how, okay, how about this, Batman Everest? Okay, that that's at least in consideration. Batman um,
1: Forever.
2: Yeah, Uma Thurman. <laughs> let's see where
0: where, where did Sir Batman for
2: Everest, and he climbs Mount Everest. Because she I, I guess she, stay
0: off. She needs Tarantino around this time. Is that how it works? Nineteen ninety eight. Because um, we just said Batman Robin and this and
2: uh no. all else I can no, think of um, are those
0: Tarantino films. But yeah, so somebody... Tarantino was doing Jackie Brown, so this is after he'd worked with her. Right, right. But and before well, she'd come back for Kill Bill. So basically, Bill like what happened,
2: though, wasn't Yeah, yeah. What yeah, happened yeah. was she had a career lull in which she did all this shit and then went kill Bill and then tarantino almost killed her on kill bill by making her do her own stunts and then she's never worked with him again right and then went and did who knows what has i don't know what has she
1: ever done anything good that's not with tarantino
2: that's what i'm asking kind yes. of yes um she's... baron and the late, late Mun- 80s ones yep oh she okay
0: that. she must have been um... a youngin
2: She's been in a few things. I of. like
0: that movie, but that one's question. I mean, that one's not necessarily like across the board. Good. Some people uh. are not down with. I, I had it on VHS. Oh. So I taped it off of cable. I liked it a lot as a kid. I so think my auntie was
1: good. a fan. I think I have seen it.
0: Yeah.
2: I I think that's one of Terry Gilliam's more easily likable. She was a nymphomaniac. She was I guess she became a Lars von Trier person later on. Oh, OK. Um <laughs> if you're into that i'm not my
0: friend still hates bjork because of dance in the dark wow really
2: he just hates we <laughs> really straight hates up La- hates bjork.
0: he really hates lars von tier but you know she's yeah. the star of the movie so it's like it's like an association thing <laughs>
2: yeah i i have hated everything that But she was a voice in nausicaa valley of the wind yeah, oh. but
1: you
0: shouldn't watch a Miyazaki, Miyazaki I mean, yeah, stuff. you
1: should have watched them in English. But <laughs> like, I
0: used to no, have students. I never had. <laughs> I used to have students say, "Oh, I'm trying to watch Miyazaki in English to practice English." I'm like, "Do not do that. Just watch. You know, do that with something else." <laughs> oh yeah, actually.
2: Did somebody like Gattaca?
0: I love oh, Gattaca. That's,
3: this is my point. Oh yeah, I remember Gattaca. <laughs> that wasn't too bad.
0: That's about this time too. That's 97, 98, right? So, hmm Okay, wasn't there. that your husband? 97. Or I believe yeah. you're correct yeah yeah so okay that's a very good one that 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 was that's one of the uh, regret list for not doing that when we were doing exclusively sci-fi because that was always in the mid the mid of my mind obviously it was on the mm-hmm. front of my mind or we would have done it but <laughs> it was in the mid of my mind yeah for sure in the
2: mid of your mind
1: so Uma Thurman uh, her daughter's really cool I like her in Stranger Things
2: mm-hmm. yep she's but... also worked with Tarantino now no, mm. oh, really, there she
1: let
0: up. her do that, and
2: okay. and is in a new Cohen brother movie. I don't remember which Cohen brother, but uh, he has a new movie with her in it, and it, the movie is eighty-seven minutes. Like wow. this one, that excites me, just like this one. <laughs> yeah, this
1: but one it's yeah, probably, probably, probably good. deliberately eighty-seven minutes. <laughs> uh-huh. <laughs> but um, uh, the idea of a Cohen brother movie makes me think of like Luigi's Mansion.
2: Uh huh
1: like it's weird to separate them
2: yeah
0: you're like i don't know what you want i'm like i don't know i couldn't tell the difference just like i always get ralph Fines and joseph Fines confused just to to keep the ball rolling um <laughs> ralph here um, i mean for
1: me it's very clearly ralph but that's because i'm of the generation who grew up watching the harry potter movies so
2: i i remember watching him in red dragon and being legitimately scared of him
1: he's an excellent villain he was mm-hmm. pretty good as James Bond's boss I don't think he's mm. leading man material
2: I could see that
1: I mean, just, I... he's got a very weak chin <laughs> <laughs> I yeah, know I, mean. I know you can't go full arrogant okay. that's too like too handsome he's to be leading man much. right you can't but you can't be this weak chinned like your leading man can't look like I could punch him out he in this film,
2: I don't I like him in this film, like I find him likable, but he seems kind of like just too smug. Uh, smug isn't the right word, it's like he just got really high and is just gonna try to disappear into the background.
0: Oh, mm-hmm. I could
2: appreciate that if that's
0: that's kind of like the uh, Super Mario Brothers thing, so yeah,
1: <laughs> but uh, it's like I actually grew up. Having to talk to people like this, so I don't Mm -hmm. find him charming at all.
0: (laughs) Um, are you are you willing to give us a mark? Yeah, what?
2: Oh, we also have Fiona Shaw as father. Took a second for me to to get those right. Uh she was she was Bowser's assistant in the Super Mario Brothers movie. Yes, also had the "fuck the empire" line in Andor that ended up being change to fight the empire but uh, well, that's too bad in this house we say fuck the empire mm. <laughs> it would get a
1: uh, harry think... potter
3: count like how many harry potter stars were characters yeah so movie? we
1: have we have her we have jim broadbent we have ralph Fiennes.
3: were there more i thought i got the impression there might have been more but i'm I sure i'm
1: was. sure there are small bit parts as well um I mean, I don't think the creator of Harry Potter would like this because she's a woman called Father. Mm, that's,
0: mm, that's, yes. too, that's too confusing, isn't it? How can anyone work that out? I need to tweet about it.
1: <laughs>
0: there were <laughs> over, two minor female over, characters over. that I was...
3: Yeah, there are two minor female characters that looked familiar for various reasons. One is currently in, I think, the secret invasion, the Marvel secret invasion right now. Hmm. Uh, Carmen, uh, who was a uh, mother's assistant. Hmm. That was a weird uh, little
1: relationship, wasn't it?
3: Yes, that was very strange.
1: (laughs) Um, Feeding him biscuits directly to his mouth at the end. (laughs) (laughs) Well, you get into
0: interesting habits, I guess. So, uh, Luke, are you willing to commit your your Connery impression to to tape now?
1: I was thinking of doing the um, submarine Connery, actually, and then I forgot to do it.
0: Oh, okay. That's a
1: horse's ass of a name. (laughs)
0: i think i said before i just uh when luke and i were walking up to the hill to the the hot spring and he was just uh doing practicing his connery impression on his own and i thought that was impressive he wasn't talking to me he was like five feet ahead just like
2: practicing his connery (laughs) (laughs) It, it makes me kind of sad that connery is so present and he's so up for this movie and i then this and League of Extraordinary Gentlemen just killed his desire to do anything. She on the other hand, agent. Well, I say on the other hand, retiring is pretty cool, and everyone should get the chance to do it. So, <laughs> yeah, he got what a fifteen-year retirement or something in the end. That's Twenty, really? There.
1: Yeah, not so bad. Yeah, well, he was like, he's the character I actually did enjoy watching in this because it's just Sean Connery chomping through scenery. Um, <laughs> And so his, I can see why he was involved in this, because it's a little bit Bond adjacent, so they'd want to get Connery in. And the original Dr. Peel was played by the first Bond girl. Hmm. Oh, um, yeah, whose, that's right. Whose name Diana Rigg. Me, Right, Diana Rick. yeah. She was the original Dr. Peel. So there's, there's a little connection there. And then, yeah. yeah, Ralph Fiennes would go on to be M later in James Bond. I'm sure around this time he would have been like in the conversation to have taken like Brosnan's role, um, but I- I'm glad Brosnan got it. I think Brosnan has much more like action hero, leading man. Yes, yeah, st- basically a stronger chin, <laughs> but also he he yeah. delivers those lines with a bit more conviction, right, and a little bit more edge. Yeah.
4: Like, yeah, because because yes, yeah,
1: Ross- Bond Bond doesn't play by the rules, whereas. This guy feels like the other Double O agent who would be in a Bond film, and Bond would have to like take him out of the picture yeah. so he can break the rules. <laughs>
2: yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, Brons he's the Sean you know.
3: Bean. Yeah, he's the bad guy. <laughs> no, I mean,
1: not Brons- even the bad guy. Just like the the Jobsworth that is getting in Bond's way because oh, Bond okay. wants to do something naughty.
0: The Phoenix later is it? Is that? That's the, the CIA the, guy Yeah, that's the CIA guy that he's always having to shove out of the way like- Nah,
1: they're pals
0: <laughs> They are pals, but he has to get them out of the way sometimes too. Yeah, be, yes, in, in the, yeah, a little with, bit In the pre-Craig movies, I think there's more of an annoyance nah, That's they, true They, they yeah. become pals in the Craig films more I, yeah.
1: guess, I guess because we needed the American dollar more in the Craig movies, we couldn't survive on just selling it to British audiences. Yeah, because
0: I think older Bonds like to kneecap the CIA, which is is the correct choice. So yeah. <laughs> but yeah, it is it is fun having Bond playing a, a Bond supervillain for all hmm. intents and purposes. I mean, uh did Roger Moore ever do that? He should have if he didn't. Um
1: I don't know if Roger Moore did much of anything post-bond.
2: Timothy Dalton really, did. He
1: was bonding up to being like a million years old. So <laughs>
2: yeah, Timothy Dalton had a couple of very juicy villain roles. He was oh yeah, Hot Fuzz and also the Rocketeer. Right? Mm.
0: Yeah, yeah, those. Rocketeer. I I think he was a good Bond, but he he didn't quite get his you no know, his tender hooks I, enough where you're like he was a Bond, even though he was. Yeah, he I,
1: didn't get he didn't get the films he needed, but. Yeah, that's well, the, I like I, he was...
2: I, I like his films and I like his performance. But Brosnan like looks so much like you would think James Bond would look mm. even now, looking back on it, it's like Jesus. Well, Brosnan then... was
3: going to be the next Bond in, in the mid 80s, mm-hmm. but he was yanked back by NBC for Remington Steel and they, yeah, he couldn't do it. That's why yeah. that's why Dalton got the role. So he kind of got an extra six years <laughs> hiatus before he got into the role
2: or whatever. But and, then Brosnan uh, also got some kind of eh, shitty movies, I think. Yeah. Shittier movies than he should have. Well, I, I like the uh, uh, GoldenEye. I thought it was legit
0: pretty good. And yeah. I like the last one because I like to believe that's Bond having a fever dream while dying in a North Korean prison. So <laughs> 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 that that makes that one good for me. Oh, that's your headcanon <laughs> on that one. OK. yeah, to watch that one and think about it as Bond, like, just like fizzling out and his head is exploding. And yeah. Then it's actually kind of fun. I uh, might explain Madonna, <laughs> okay. And then the next movie is, you know, Daniel Craig is is the next Bond, which Skyfall killed mm-hmm. that whole theory, but whatever. <laughs> well,
2: the 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 one whatever whatever one had Denise Richards as a nuclear scientist was the one where I was like that's it I'm taking is a couple not, is not enough. I'm taking a couple of these off after that. <laughs> I was like I'm taking a couple off.
0: Yeah, it's not like Denise Richards', you know, appearance on Save by the Bell.
3: I actually liked that one except for Denise Richards. I think it had some other good things going. It got oh. Judy Dench out in the field and doing things and you know it was more intriguing.
2: Didn't it have an invisible car?
1: No, no, no. That's that's the No, die that's
3: Die Another one. Day. That's another reason okay. I hate Die Whoops. Another Day. That's Maybe, that was,
2: Maybe <laughs> that was the one I said I'm not watching anymore after this. Well, okay. that's the one
1: where everyone said I'm not watching anymore after this, and they had to go okay. make a Cina and make Casino Royale I go mega, mega grounded. Like
0: four years later, for for in bond years. Well, it used to be a lot. Now it's not, but yeah, no.
2: Mm-hmm. <laughs> now it's like uh, the distance between Guns and Roses albums
0: mm. and <laughs> better on my buddy Valentine albums. Um... <laughs> we'll see. But, it's like a all
2: in a race to the bottom.
0: Okay. So we got all the. Am I missing some folks? There's plenty of character actors. Jib Broadbent, we mentioned him. Um, um, actor Spotlight. Anyone else on um, to hit?
2: I mean, Eddie Izzard, who is now Susie Izzard. I'm not entirely sure what the timeline is on that. Nor am I. So Susie Izzard was awesome in this. Um, Silent. I don't even remember their Silent oh. Menacing. Led, right, lead. Right yeah, yeah, yeah. Was it? Yeah. yeah, yeah. Bailey. Um, Bailey, didn't The talk. Yeah, there's he no didn't li- have like one line. I think
3: he had an f bomb at the end, right? Yeah, I think which so. It was kind just of Jaws like. He didn't have any lines mm-hmm. until the very, very end.
2: <laughs> yeah, it was just doing a Jaws thing, which is fine.
1: Oh, Still a bit of that. a
3: waste of Izzard, but uh huh, it kind of was. He could have done, done a lot
0: more. This is pretty. This is pretty early career wise, though, right? So there's no mm-hmm. like.
1: Yeah, yes, they It's not like they had a reputation to go off of.
0: Yeah, I feel like the Izzard name didn't start like showing up in the, the pop culture chit chat until like the mid 2000s or something well mm-hmm. they
2: took this job just to meet sean connery so probably
1: i got a lot of respect for okay. yeah probably didn't care what the lines sense. were
2: or what the what the job was what kind of movie this ended
0: up being um <laughs> well, yeah any of that <laughs> um let's see well what did we what did we like if anything uh, i brought up the bears the bears are great um mm-hmm.
1: I would have the liked lightning, The lightning at the end getting Connery looked amazing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I didn't know lightning could levitate you like that. That's amazing. <laughs> <laughs> like the style. hand of God took him away.
4: <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I can be down with that, sure. Um, so there's that. I mean, I guess it looks
1: okay. Design wise, it looks great. When those CGI wasps sure. turn up, it looks dreadful yeah but it, it it doesn't
0: it didn't seem like overly i mean this is the point where like you were kind of expected to put on a little cgi but couldn't really go whole hog with it so yeah I mean, this is right
2: around the eraser alligator that walked oh, at a different yeah. rate that it moved which <laughs> i was at, in the theater seeing that i was like uh-oh <laughs> it looks like every schwarzenegger movie isn't perfect after all that was the feeling i had watching that <laughs> I don't know who greenlit that stupid alligator. Anyway, I'm trying to think. We'll, we'll get many... to that later when we do Eraser.
1: Is it on the oh. list? No. <laughs> oh Her- Her- god. Hercules <laughs> in New York is there on shouldn't the, shouldn't the list. There shouldn't be a single Schwarzenegger no. film on the bad list.
0: Hercules no. in New York is on the list. I shouldn't be. masterpiece. We do get back to Terminators. Those are on the good list. So yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah but, I think uh... the only oh, actually, reason
1: now that I think about it, if I wanted to put films on the bad list, it would be some of the latter Terminators. Yeah. Uh, the the
2: you know what uh, the reason Hercules in New York is on there is surely just because people love actual Schwarzenegger films so much that they went and watched that and were expecting something that was not what that yeah, yeah, is. yeah yeah
0: But you get a a young um Adonis you know mm-hmm. Schwarzenegger in that one. That's that's the most you get.
2: I mean, you guys didn't really like Conan a whole lot, and that's definitely way more in that direction. Like that's sort a of a screwball. Film. It's I did all comedy.
1: <laughs> I didn't dislike Conan, but I don't think it's where Schwarzenegger shines.
2: Yeah, I have a lot of older friends who like that's their favorite Schwarzenegger movie because they love the uh, the eighties swords thing, right? Swords and Wars. sandals it's definitely got some things going <laughs> for it. Yeah, yeah. Terminator never uses a sword, even though if there was a Terminator sequel where he used a sword, it would be pretty cool. Yeah. If anyone's no. listening, <laughs>
0: Terminator Sword. Um, no. Okay, now no, it would be called
2: T- Terminator Edge Lord. <laughs>
1: <laughs> I mean, if you think about it, the T1000 uses swords.
2: Oh, you're right. Knives and stabbing weapons. <laughs> <laughs>
1: that was so cool.
2: That was so cool when it went through the milk. Anyway, we'll get to that later. Yeah. yeah. Um, That's going to we... be a
1: whole podcast if we just go. It was so cool when. <laughs> it was so cool.
0: <laughs> <laughs> hey, you remember that time? <laughs> Yeah, when, when he, when he, when, <laughs>
2: when like that truck flip, that was wow. cool. <laughs> and then, and then that happened. <laughs> anything... And then he pulls his arm off.
1: Oh, can you remember <laughs> anything cool that happened in this film?
2: The bears. Uh, Sean Connery controlled the weather. I think the
3: bears were kind of like, Bears. some sort of tip of the hat to the whimsicalness of the original series i think they did weird things like that all the time that's mm. from what i can gather i mean but i think
0: I they were trying to do lots of weird stuff in this one that's just the one that seemed to work <laughs> it, it
2: came so early that it gave me a false hope for how weird the movie was going to be
0: yeah when i was like 30 minutes in i'm like aren't we winding down <laughs> There mm. was still like 50 minutes to go <laughs> so that is thing like i mean that's, I was very really curious how Luke was going to do the summary because it's just like there isn't like really a, much of a coherent plot thread other than Connery wants to destroy the weather and they need to levitate him with lightning. I guess. Well, and also
1: like we basically know all the answers pretty early on. We know Father's a bad guy. We know there's two peels. We know Connery's plot. And we're just waiting for the characters to either figure it out or prove it. Um,
3: I'mn't clear on how many peels there were. I thought maybe she was schizophrenic or something. <laughs> I, I mean, I, you know, well, we see both
1: of them at once. Yeah. Pretty early. Well, on. Yeah, 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 we and... do.
3: But up to that point, it's like, is she is she I just guess I guess there's a little two bit personalities of that, yeah. or something? It's the editing of the movie. Like well, you said, somebody also... passes
1: out, wakes up, and then there she is, and it's like, well, is this well, the... I think I accidentally watched this film in the perfect way which was on my phone on a bus while playing Mario Kart. <laughs> <laughs> so I wasn't paying that much attention. All right. And I somehow understood it oh, better. Oh, I engaged than my brain, brain again. I'm sorry. Yeah, I, <laughs> it's, a, it's a film that benefits from not engaging your brain.
4: Also, I was yeah.
1: watching the version on archive.org, which meant that every now and then a little thing would come up at the bottom of the screen saying um, VHS, not for sale or rental. If you're watching this, please report to Warner Home Video because it was the um, it was the screener version. Oh, <laughs>
2: uh, you might be able to reverse engineer it and figure out who it was that leaked it. Well, I, I think... guess they weren't doing that back then. But uh, yeah, there were a few par- places in my notes where someone seemed really confused by the fact that there were two peels, and I'm like, "You all know that there are two peels. Hmm. Everyone knows this. You've all seen this. Why are you confused by this?" And then. I was confused because they never explained anything about why there were two peels, except for the invisible guy said it in Mm -hmm. post.
3: Well, there is a, there is a clue at the very beginning when Sean Connery is doing his terrible organ acting. He cannot pretend to play an organ. (laughs) Um, We pan up and we see uh, an image of her uh, on the organ. So uh, clearly this is like his lost love, his wife or something who must've died. And somehow he got into a cloning business Managed to make two clones, and then keeps one as his, um you know, Assassin. his soldier to to fight for him, and yet, I guess kept tabs on Mrs. Peel until this point, and then starts well, trying she... to make out with her, which is creepy. <laughs> mm, yeah.
1: Why is she he making out working... with the other one? It's already here, you know.
3: <laughs> she was working on his
1: science project, so she wasn't that mm-hmm. far away from him. Yeah, Yeah, that sounds like an interesting plot that would have been good if they touched on it at all. (laughs) Exactly. (laughs) It's like, you have to suss it out yourself. They left very little for you to go on.
0: I I just remembered why I was stoked to see this opening night and went to see this opening night. is because this is that summer I was working at the Warner Brothers studio store, which just, like, endlessly pushed this movie. You know, it's the biggest Mm. thing ever, right? So... You know this and Batman and Robin at the time, biggest things ever. So it's you know I I got mm. I got brainwashed by my place of employment somewhat because I, I, I you know even the reviews I was like well it's gonna biggest
1: thing ever I got to go see it. So yeah, hmm. I I, I
2: remember it. hearing it was bad, so I didn't go see it.
1: Yeah, it didn't a review particularly well, did it?
2: No, it did no. <laughs> okay, yeah,
1: I oh, know just because Matt's line just then was like the review said it's the biggest thing ever. No, no, no I said well, in spite I of the at- review.
0: The, the Warner, in spite of the, review, the Warner Brothers right. studio store, was like Oh no no no! Really I, hard, knew, I knew so, that's what you were saying, but then the you, you actually
1: said. Stuff. I thought you then said even the reviews said it was a big thing. Ever. No
0: no no, the reviews did not. Um,
1: uh, even then, after the reviews, you thought it was a big. Thing. We had the giant no, video
0: wall, which also drilled what Madonna's "Beautiful Stranger" and 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 the Goo Goo Dolls, whatever that head was at the time, like the "The Bare Naked Lays One week, those songs have been. Ugh. I don't like Ugh. any of these songs that much, and they're all in on because they'd loop on in 30 minutes so they're just like you're never too far from my head unfortunately (laughs) well that that was that that's the trials of working at um the wild the the weirdest theme park related store
1: is this also the store where you had to decline whose car did you have to decline
0: I had to decline Chris Tucker's credit card. That's it. <laughs> he was nice about it, though. I always have to add that he was cool about it. So of okay. course I think it, I think I eventually sent him along to a manager. Maybe he screamed to the manager, but he's was cool this um
1: uh, Was this the incident that led to him asking for more money than Jackie Chan? Probably. <laughs> <laughs>
2: that's my guess at least. That's that's what made him stop being in Friday movies. <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He doesn't make any that doesn't make any two. sense. Yeah, he'd be more, wouldn't he? Um <laughs> he said he, he said he didn't want to be an influence on kids to get them all to smoke weed, and it's sort of too late because most that movie has endured more than almost anything he's ever been in. That's the citizen Kane of Stoner films. Pretty <laughs> I would much. still
1: say that the Rush Hour films are bangers.
2: I think they're good. I just don't think they're as culturally influential as Friday is, at least not here.
1: Yeah, kids these days don't know Jackie Chan sad i had one student last week who she's into karate and i I tried i was like oh do you like jackie chan films it turns out she did and we talked about it for a while and that was great nice we both agreed we both agreed the chinese ones are better
0: Hmm. yeah i think bond film
2: title never say nobody (laughs) 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 didn't
1: make any sense
2: but whatever a bond film that says never never say no to jackie chan (laughs) um
0: luke i want you to unleash some more brit rage on this if you have it
1: um okay he has a machine that puts out tea pre-milked gross (laughs) no one in britain would do that (laughs) um the whole like oh let's go for tea with mother nobody likes those people that's the posh they're they're the enemy like i i wish sean connery had drowned all of them just drowned all the rich people in london Mm. um You do need an umbrella every day. That's correct. And like your big country houses with mazes and stuff. It's like, it's the stuff that gets romanticized. But if you're actually from Britain, you don't like it. But I guess I'm guilty of romanticizing the equivalent in Japan, right? I want to go to the Imperial Palace and stuff. Whereas, you know, I would happily see Buckingham Palace torn down and replaced with affordable housing.
2: Well, this is the thing about hedge mazes. That if there's a hedge maze in America, somebody probably kicked a hole in it or somebody just didn't water one of the trees. Mm. I bet if there's a hedge maze in Japan, it's immaculate and you can definitely actually get a challenge out of it. Where would you say Britain is on those in that level? How are Britain's hedge mazes?
1: Um, they're somewhere in between, I guess. They are kind of, I've been in a couple and they were pretty well put together, but they'll be like. One or two really glaring holes where someone's just got sick of it and barged through. <laughs>
2: yeah, we're not so different after all.
1: No, 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 no. That's it. It's it's all an act. The Brits are very classy and posh. Thing most of us saying like that's not our reputation in Europe because they know us from going over and being football hooligans.
4: <laughs> Do you think? Oh, uh, I mean, you in you the south, we movie... have bless
1: your heart. That's
2: basically all. That's almost British. <laughs> Do you think the Avengers or uh,
3: John Steed's more of a um, a template for the uh, the Kingsman films than James Yeah, Bond well, that's be? it.
1: I really like the Kingsman films because they actually get into that class stuff, right? And it brings in a guy who's not from the, the posho world. And that's like, it really dissects that concept. Whereas this is just like, this is Kingsman before they brought in Eggsy and realized that Maybe it's not good to just have the upper class doing everything. Well,
3: there's a connection, obviously, with the third Kingsman film was a prequel,
1: and guess mm. who stars in it? Oh yeah, 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 <laughs> oh, yeah. And he he's aged into it a little bit by then, because mm-hmm. I think by that age, Ralph Fiennes kind of can carry an action film. As I think, young Ralph Fiennes, he just looks a bit too weedy and dorky, and <laughs> like the kid yeah. you'd want to bully. <laughs> <laughs> Daniel Craig would like shove this guy in a locker and take his lunch money.
3: Speaking of mazes, were were you confused by the scene where she's running around in the house? And it was like the TARDIS. It was like (laughs) dimensionally transcendental. It took me a minute to realize that she was just still tripping balls on whatever drug that uh, Sean Gonnery had given her. Oh, I never realized the explanation for that because why would this house be a TARDIS?
1: <laughs> well, and that whole sequence was another confusing thing, because right. if you still haven't figured out what's going on with the two Peels, that scene was kind of implying that he'd been brainwashing her, and that mm. it was just the one Peel. So it's it's like thrown in as a red herring, but at that point, you'd already figured out what was actually going on. Oh, they already demonstrated but, it, because she'd already met the other Mrs. Peel. Yeah, saw her, so right. it's just...
3: And why Again. Mrs. Peel? Today, I'm, if a woman was a doctor, she would say, excuse
1: me, I'm a Dr. Peel. <laughs> yeah.
3: would well, She insists on being called Mrs. Peel.
1: Well, I think it's because she still wants to find her husband. Right. And that was her way of. um Turning off Steve's advances. Maybe. So the first or, time she said it, it made sense. Or that's just
3: the name of the character from the show. And they had to keep her Mrs. Peel. Yeah.
4: <laughs> but that, that first
1: right line, I it. thought it worked where she said. He said, Oh, should I have to keep calling you Dr. Peel? And she said, You can call me Mrs. Peel. And mm-hmm. I thought, Okay, that actually made sense. But then every mm-hmm. single character calls her Mrs. Peel for the rest of the film.
0: Well, she, and she, see, she put her foot down when she did that, and everyone just followed suit for the rest of the movie. Yeah. Everyone was
2: spying on her when she
0: said that. Everyone was spying on her the entire movie. That, that <laughs> oh, part the entire of that. movie. They respected that's, her wishes. So that's <laughs> what's
2: important. Yeah. Who even Polite. heard Polite.
1: Mrs. Peel say Rosebud?
2: it's the butler. <laughs> mm, it's butler they probably
1: do have butlers in this Now we even we yeah. even see steed's butler i i
0: yeah. actually did like her um you know tardis sequence probably just because mark and i just finished the prisoner and it just felt like The prisoner for two minutes you know where they have the... I,
3: oh you know what else reminded me of the prisoner is the cars you know cars going in underground garages a lot i always flash back mm. to number six is uh Lotus. They're walking the around movie.
0: in a couple of rovers. Yeah. I, yeah. I I did wonder if those actually were like kind of like sideways prisoner references or not. So
2: I seriously realized something weird was happening in that house and thought it would be explained and then forgot about it. I forgot <laughs> and then I was like, well, they probably accidentally edited out what explained this. That was
0: the accidental edit. Okay. Again, <laughs> at that point, I'd the already dots. seen
2: Stuff hacked out of this film,
0: <laughs> so maybe that's a little more that's hacked out. I don't know. So
3: hmm. yeah. Well, it, the drug hallucinations—the probably the thing we're supposed to run with, I
2: guess. I wish <laughs> yeah. I had felt like that because I probably would have liked that better than. Oh, it's just a magical house. Yeah, that's I mean, I, I just thought it was a magic house. Why a magical house? This movie does. Oh, give I mean, us... he has. I mean, what's a weather machine? That's magic. I want to. We don't have house. that. Oh, no, it's 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 what do they call it? They call it. It's, it's like um. it's like um, it was
1: very matter, matter collision. Mm-hmm. Apparently, that's you control the weather.
3: <laughs> it, no, it was very no, retail meteorology. Like it was a the oh, thing. Yeah, yeah. Oh, there's all these companies that will change the weather for you. This just happens to be one of them. It's like <laughs>
0: this is I a mean, there are 90s. companies
1: changing the weather, but they're not doing it deliberately. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> No, yeah, I was going like... to say
0: this movie is kind of like a cornucopia for like late '90s conspiracy theories. Because what well, we got, we got cloning, we got weather manipulation, we've got um, the uh, yeah, plenty of MK Ultra stuff. Yeah, with the I, I did like the uh, swirling light sequence, of course, because I'm always into that sort of thing. So, yeah. by agencies
1: running the world, It'll be oh yeah, supervised.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: So, so many it is weird that the, the whole the, the plot was so um, like weather focused. But didn't dive into climate change at all, and it's not like we didn't know that stuff in the nineties. Like that would though, be because Al Gore discovered it in two thousand five. He put out a
3: movie.
2: <laughs> yeah, that, but that was uh, seven years later. Was the uh, We're, I, I remember this period, at least in our country, as one of neoliberal optimism. <laughs> that <laughs> cl- co- we history. invented cloning; <laughs> it's going to make so much money. We're going to. Blow up Iraq as much as we need to, and we'll win every time.
0: Dream of the nineties, yes, yeah. This is just,
2: <laughs> yeah. It was the, it was a big like. I don't, well, I don't feel like people were worried about climate change because everybody thought they were going to be rich in the dot com bubble.
1: I uh, fair enough. And this is like, for all its Britishness, this is an American film through and through. Yeah, uh, this is an American production with American directors, starring an American woman. Is that why they used but, uh, dollars instead of pounds? They probably about money in dollars. I think, I'm like, this is England, damn it! I think they even huh. used Fahrenheit at one point.
2: What the hell? <laughs> yeah, maybe um, maybe the weather machine converted Celsius to Fahrenheit.
1: How dastardly!
2: <laughs> I mean, I can I can tweak. <laughs> that,
1: that's just that's why its version of British is so horrendous. <laughs> okay, but also like it's it's described as a comedy.
2: Well, it's the guy who directed National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation,
1: yeah, which is. Is
2: the most American-ass American movie, to the point where many people who are Americans listening to this right now probably watch it on American Christmas this is their American tradition. American Christmas, Christmas. <laughs> yeah. American Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> That's when Baby Jesus rises from the manger with a
0: Tommy gun and takes out the bastards. <laughs>
2: Oh, you can put
0: anything right? you want in there Parliament.
3: really. Big Ben Parliament, <laughs> Big Ben Parliament. Big Ben Parliament. Yeah, and then they blew up Big Ben in this one. That it Big Ben like, explosion was uh, pretty
1: sick.
0: Yeah, my my note was fuck Big Ben,
1: so. Okay. You know Big Ben I, is the clock uh, in Big ben the tower. Is, uh actually Big Ben is the bell, so <laughs> fuck you.
3: <laughs> it doesn't make more sense that
0: way. My
1: note was, you blew up Big Ben, you bastard. <laughs> <laughs> That's British films love blowing up Big Ben. It's our version of blowing up the White House. Yeah. <laughs> oh, Just... you know, this
3: movie had a very uh, 90s, 70s, um, 90s, 70s, what am I saying? Uh, <laughs> 1990s James Bond uh, end, end song. Mm. You know, how the 90s Bonds always had a song at the end. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, and this one was uh, by Grace Jones, who herself was in a Bond movie. <laughs> <laughs>
2: uh, love Grace Jones. I'm I think i just turned it off immediately when the credit started should have kept listening
0: she was she was in the the one where roger moore is way too old for ever
3: anybody right mm, exactly <laughs> it was the last roger moore movie and the uh the score for this was uh joel mcneely who's now doing the
1: orville he's done a lot he did the young mm-hmm. indiana jones chronicles before this okay i think it was wasn't scored. the score like didn't have to get rescored part way through or something um, because it, it. they well. had to re, they originally had a version which used a lot more of the themes from the old show, and it's they hardly had any was, of that. They, they, they it used it in the opening re-cut. scene and <laughs> yeah. the closing
3: scene, and that was about the entire use of the original
1: Avengers theme. <laughs> 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 and yeah, that's because I think it had to be hastily rescored when it was recut or something like that.
2: Interesting.
3: Well, I just brought it up because I like Joel McNeely's work. He also orchestrates Seth McFarlane's uh albums if you ever listen to seth Mcfarlane. which is probably how why many, he's working on the orville
2: <laughs> how many um, albums does seth McFarlane have
3: yeah this is a little news to me at this point he started about <laughs> 13 14 years ago so he's got like at least seven albums out i think wild slowed down during the pandemic he might have a new one any day now who knows with seth
0: <laughs> <laughs> all right the the uh just bringing up roger moore a few days ago is my daughter's birthday so she was going off to see a movie she ended up seeing like the little mermaid with her friends mm-hmm. but um mm-hmm. but i asked at the school festival what's your favorite room and she was indiana jones right so i was like okay well which movie do you want to see do you want to see a a, a pretty young woman singing popular songs or do you want to see a very old man punching people <laughs> <laughs> i went to see the very old man punching people of course but yeah was oh, it you
1: watched you watched the new indiana jones
0: that's right. Yeah. Is, it, Is good? it dreadful? I actually liked it quite well. So I know they're okay, really cool. very mixed on it, but I, I thought uh-huh. it, I, I would rank it um I'd one in three alternates, depending on day of the week. And I might put in dial just behind those and, you know, about, mm-hmm. about probably slightly above Temple of Doom. So Temple of most Doom people... has some stuff
1: that has not aged well. It, oh, uh, yeah. yeah. True. Well, most people to...
2: have, the, sorry, have, have said that it's better than the last one
1: yeah, you know, I mean that's think not everyone said that. Huge <laughs> yeah,
3: problem. yeah, it's kind of like there's nowhere to go but up. So you know, you kind of. <laughs> yeah, I,
1: I want to see it just because I. Who knows how many more times I'm going to see Harrison Ford in the theater? Right.
3: Interesting.
0: That my daughter was like, "I do want to see the old ones." So my mm-hmm. wife used a rock ten points for this guy. Uh, oh, yeah. So I is that the trilogy? The, uh, it also has the fourth one if we want to watch huh? it. But... <laughs> trilogy <laughs> <Yeah>. plus one. <laughs> trilogy well... plus one. Yeah.
2: <laughs> Luke, you will get to see Harrison Ford in the new Captain America movie. There were a few headlines recently where um what's the name? Anthony Mackey was saying, Yeah, it was great working with Harrison Ford. We were on <laughs> set and he was like, Let's shoot this piece of shit. And that like most of the headlights just headlines just say let's shoot this piece of shit. So nice. Into that's
1: it. Right, I, saw, right I, I saw I did see a clip. I saw a clip of someone like some obnoxious YouTube lady. Interviewing Harrison Ford, and she's like, "Might we see Mister Ford playing a Red Hulk?" And he's like, "What the fuck is a Red Hulk?" <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> Hell yeah! <laughs> just classic Harrison oh. Ford. No, especially as he gets
0: older, it's like his anti in interviews and stuff is like coming back around and being extremely charismatic in a weird way.
1: Oh, so it's well, just—it's it's refreshing to see someone who's not like taken in by all this dork shit. Yeah, we're I'm all not taken of it. In by all this
0: dork shit.
1: Now that we live in the age of the nerd, it's fine. It's good to see someone not pretend it's not still really lame. And this is a guy who grew up, you know, reading comic books and watching Star Wars. He's named after Luke Skywalker, but like, you know, it is it is for nerds, and everyone <laughs> I, pretends it's not. I'm I was like, glad Harrison Ford is there to keep us humble. Hey, I truly is- think
2: that I want things explained to me within the film and i don't want to have to know extra things to know what the thing is so yeah i do feel like that
0: i think that's a reasonable ask in a movie mm-hmm. um i am i'm sitting here starting to find some reviews and stuff and i am knowing that this avengers when i just typed in the avengers and it is um the third uh choice the third uh, they stopped saying with,
1: the in the sequels though
0: with the show being a, a the second. Oh, yeah, that's a good point. The Avengers, the show, this movie, and then it has Kang Dynasty, which is 2026. Okay. I, yeah, I yeah. I
1: we'll see about We'll that. see.
2: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, starring yeah,
0: is, who? I don't know. Starring some people. Starring, starring Harrison Ford. What are y'all here for? Stupid shit. <laughs> he just, just... running for like two hours, two and a half hours. <laughs> <laughs> I'll show you. I'll punch someone in the face. That's what I'll do. Sorry, I, my, I think my Harrison Ford is too angry. Actually, <laughs> <It's>, <laughs> it, it's,
1: Harrison Ford's not angry. He's just tired and disinterested. Yeah, just well, like, he's hes going to be angry when he has to shit. be the
0: lead of a two and a half hour Avengers movie, as opposed
2: to mm-hmm. the Avengers. I don't. I don't know if he's going to be the lead. Lead. You know that that role doesn't ever. I'm sure he's not. I'm just no, no, is no it? He, William Hurt.
1: He's playing Hurt? old Steve Rogers, like in. Um... The end of Endgame. He's just running around (laughs) as Captain America in the spandex. I'm
0: Captain America, bitch.
2: (laughs) I love how his catchphrase. His catchphrase is now. No, I don't think I will. (laughs) That's what that was. That line, right? Yeah. At the end of yeah. No, I don't think I'll be doing. I don't think I will. Mm. Sorry, at the end of what?
0: Endgame. Uh, Endgame. Okay game once. It's so long. I'm just like, imagine Ingame Harrison
1: it Ford doing Wait, that. We're watching it for this podcast eventually.
0: We yeah. are. I know. That's uh, that's like why 20, I'm not going to bother till I get there. Yeah. Um. Well, uh, does anyone want to throw out any other points on this particular film, The Avengers,
3: 1998? <clears throat> um. Well, I did like Luke said. I enjoyed the strutting around in his kilt, being a mad villain scene. I thought the scenery chewing was great and it was almost worth the price of admission.
1: <laughs> it was <laughs> hilarious when Indiana. he It <laughs> was hilarious always when, value for money, yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. It was hilarious when he hit that globe and it flew at the screen. It was obviously bad CGI. <laughs> anyway, yeah I, I I enjoyed watching him.
1: See, I could believe that in-universe, that was bad. CGI that Connery was putting on his video that he sent to the um, <laughs> <Yes>. world leaders. <laughs> that's awesome. Oh, okay. God, yes. That I'd,
0: justifies that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Good, good, good. We got that. They,
3: they, they stole the Leon's line from Blade Runner, though. There's time to die. <laughs> well, when it's time to die, what else are you going to say?
2: Well, it didn't say wake up time to die, so I guess it you, was... You, totally- yeah. Wake up! <laughs> time to die you didn't do that that's a little different see this is where you expire when does blade runner come up probably a long time from now never i don't think it's on the list actually
1: what oh well too many cuts that's that's your jurassic park because i cannot believe jurassic park is not on our list
2: yeah (laughs) i mean i can i can believe it because the original cut of that was so bad apparently and i've only seen the good version i think the most part
0: of what jurassic park blade runner. runner oh blade runner yeah oh oh yeah the many cuts um yeah the original well there's the one with the narration that's ridiculous and uh mm-hmm. yeah you could definitely watch that the, wrong the cut of blade one. runner you need a unicorn i think i do like think apocalypse get, now just does, does the final cut do you still get a unicorn in the final cut i don't remember yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> okay that's the one
1: i saw in the theater recently
0: Okay, I, 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 You know, I, I guess I'll admit here I, I don't like Blade Runner as much as everyone else. It's like I want to, but I just don't. Mm. <laughs> it's not for everybody.
2: Yeah. I like both of them. A lot of people...
1: No, but it definitely like belongs on this World. a lot more than a lot of these other films.
0: Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's a, yeah.
1: It is a surprising absence. But it probably mm. is because um, like its reviews are probably spread across the various different versions. Mm. Yeah,
2: yeah. And it right. also, I mean, it's just a weird, quiet, slow, tentative thing that that's kind of off-putting to people. Maybe. Well, looking you at the, this
0: film, do we want to decree it film filth? What 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 do we want to call? I'll ask guests, filth. <laughs> Oh, well, Luke just already went first. Okay. <laughs> 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 I'm gonna call it flimsy. Flimsy. Okay. Uh, Brian how do, how do you want to decree um, this film and the hot mess
3: might be more appropriate <laughs> it, it, It's just a mess.
0: <laughs> so he fixed it a few years later with uh, some hot fuzz instead. I don't know <laughs> Well yeah, if there's a director's is... cut
3: maybe it'd be worth visiting again, probably not. <laughs> nah
0: probably not. I, I mean what's on screen? it's it's like it's not just the things are missing that's the issue here.
3: so
2: well uh, uh, the 115 minute cut is thought to be lost. And I don't think there's anybody looking for it.
3: Because <laughs> oh, like John the Hiner's long cut of event horizon. Yeah. Like know, yeah, like the long cut of
2: event horizon, which should be looked for. But you know, no what if they can't find that, they're not gonna find this. Hopefully they will. Hopefully they'll open a, a tomb in like Brazil and then the lost cut of event horizon will be in a pile of bodies, and then we can all watch it and enjoy it. Um, I have a 10 star
0: review if anyone wants to hear it. Sure. It's the first yeah. one. The first one's actually, hey, this one works. So, mm-hmm. Needs Avenging, not Brown Cow. Uh, first line, well done, Steed. I say, well done, Warner Brothers. People say The Avengers is the worst TV remake ever. I say, no. This film has great music, great cars, good acting from Sean Connery, Uma Thurman's, and Ralph, R-A-U-L-P-H, fine. <laughs> <laughs> good fight scenes, good fight scenes, an average car chase, and the main thing, sixties madness. The storyline makes little sense, I will agree, but it is mad. Back in the sixties, would it have been possible for mechanical wasps? Would you have had an underwater island, a weather control machine, pointless treasure maps lying around the place? No, but back then they thought they should. Miss Thurman in the cat suits. I mean, come on. Eddie is <laughs> great as a henchman. Sean Connery is hilarious as Sir August Die Winter. Jim Broadbent is ke- cleverly cast as, cast as mother. May I add that when the TV series was written, a storyline like the one in this film was highly common. So if you liked but not loved the TV series, you should like this film. That's confusing. If you liked <laughs> but not loved the TV series, you should like this
3: film. <laughs> that's sort of faint praise isn't that's it good. i'm not quite sure it's, it's praise, but it, it it draws to draws the my attention to the fact that yeah i think having more of a background in the series might have helped you enjoy this movie's uh tone better
1: but then i think <laughs> i think bad people, cap and the weird i think it would have done but then the way they try to make it so full of jokes and comedy and non, uh-huh. uh, like that put people off because that's not the tone of the series
0: well, this review is saying, oh, weather control machine, an underground island, a cannibal wasp. Would they have done that in the 60s? Yes, with janky, yeah, cool models. <laughs> absolutely. <Yeah.
3: laughs> did you like um, the remote the- control, Eddie Izzer's remote control, with the weird little lights flying around? That was very mechanically yeah. weird. <laughs> I
2: thought that I, was I, did, I did forget to ask, who are they avenging?
3: <laughs> Who's anybody avenging, really? The queen is it, it the queen?
1: Cool. It's
2: always the know. queen, isn't
3: it?
0: I, I guess,
1: that, um. She had a dead husband.
2: Okay, that makes sense. I felt like a cold silence was the correct response to that question. (laughs) (laughs) Um, They were avenging Captain America.
1: They were avenging my... I was gonna make a joke about how they're avenging the money I spent on my cinema ticket, but I watched it <laughs> illegally on the internet. So
4: <laughs>
3: they're,
1: avenging, they're avenging, avenging Diana Rigg, who had the good sense to stay far
3: away from this movie, unlike Patrick yes. Whitney.
2: <laughs> she said no to playing uh what was it, Diana? The lady with the not Diana it was her actual uh, uh Fiona? Well Alice or something. Yeah. Alice. Yeah, Lady with a gun. She declined. Well, was she was she Asked
3: for that role, okay. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Yeah.
0: And they she declined. So. <laughs> well, she made a good choice. Well, McNeil
3: so, himself was not even seen in the movie. But maybe he was too old to be seen in the movie. I don't know what his health was
2: at that point. I I did. Um, I don't know if this is interesting or not, but I looked at the user ratings. There's a there's a way to filter them by country, and it is kind of interesting. The United States gives this a three point seven. UK three point five. Uh Netherlands loves it at 4.3. Ooh, that's a high ranking there. Love. Germany
0: <laughs> so, 3.8. So it's anyway. like they so it's like the street fighter fighter it's, of the Netherlands.
2: Yeah, they, they weighted it like if Netherlands hadn't weighed in and liked it so much it would have been lower on this list. <laughs> well, yeah. Them Dutch, yeah. Okay. I uh love bubbles. I'm I'm an eighth Dutch.
0: I can make Dutch jokes. I'm like half Dutch. Can I make more? I don't know. Yeah, I, think, go, I don't go think
1: anyone it. anyone's going to stop you making Dutch jokes. I don't think they <laughs> care. <true>. Damn, Dutch.
2: <laughs> I've I've definitely read a lot of stuff about how Dutch people hate Dutch pop stars. It's really <laughs> it's pretty
0: funny. Well, um I guess we'll wheel this one in. So, Mark, I'll
2: ask you how we can avenge this podcast. You can avenge this podcast by stop Cop City. Also, you can go to, you can go stopping Cop City. I'm sorry, I just wanted to say that say the thing. Um, you can go to, to Patreon.com/slashPodcastioPodcastius. podcastiopodcastius is bonus content. You can throw us a few bucks to help with web hosting, things like that. You can see a list of all of our podcasts, podcasts such as Occult Disney, uh, going over the occult connections and all of the Disney stuff that's Stuff, popular sure for the most part luke loves <laughs> pokemon luke goes over every type of pokemon ever including some that we haven't even met yet your favorite pokemon is the one you haven't met uh game game show game show about games uh, you can listen to the entirety of imprison in prison uh no the prisoner prison cast about the 1960s show the prisoner which is better than this movie uh, you can listen to time enough podcast about the twilight zone and uh hyrule field report going over legend of zelda tears of the kingdom area by area thing by thing story by story a bit um what am i missing i think you
0: got it all I just it's fun watching your brain like try and work
1: did you mention time enough
2: yeah, yeah.
1: i guess
2: <laughs> uh brian where can we <laughs> find time? you
3: uh, you can sometimes find me on the Time Enough podcast, which is the only other podcast I'm on.
2: <laughs> All right. And sometimes Brian comes into the chats we have that Matt hosts every other Sunday. Yeah. Which over I'll at missionlog.com slash missionlog. Yes. Correct. Yes. Join the Mission Log Patreon. <laughs> Our buds. Throw them some bucks too. hang out on the Discord. It's a fun place. It stays busy. It's a very fun place. Like, so who are you gonna go out and avenge today? I'm gonna avenge Star Trek
0: Prodigy. Okay, that's a good choice. <laughs> I'll join you. That's a good that's a very good cause. <laughs> yeah, sure. I, I okay that yeah, there's not a better answer than that. We'll we'll save prodigy for today. All right.
1: We have a Hulk. See you next week.
2: Delta Town ebbs and flows, Whispers
4: name to us as Canto. Free from civilization's great big
2: trade-off. Was told there's life behind life to know. Desire goes down the storm drain I've tracked. To nowhere to nowhere far out back. In this usual state of exploration,
4: saw how we both seep in through the cracks. My progenitors hailed from theirs death, tricksticks to the romans on their fen.
2: Revel in knowing empires near their end, yet a great will connects us. A rich tusk white is the sleek jag of the moon. Radiates a place a few hours from
4: Kowloon.
1: Spot not featured on CNN nor Yonhap, nor visible nay on bloody Google map.
2: When were wayward wanted to pick up my slack, Backs of rich lines rippling silvery black Spike where this decolonized soul
4: shall roam Evolution screams Right now